good evening and happy Friday. Uh, it's Friday, February 9th. We want to welcome you to our first RRI episode of Free Your Mind Friday. I'm Brad. I'm Chase. And on these episodes, we're just going to take a few minutes of your time to talk about tips and suggestions of things that you can do to release stress and ensure that you're taking care of you. This will be solely about self-care pretty much every Friday. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of all in the title, right? Free your mind. What does everyone do? How does that happen with everything that's going on with day-to-day stressors and jobs and life? Absolutely. And I think it's kind of ironic that we all find it hard to even consider that we have to put ourselves first because we're so programmed to take care of, uh, you know, the general public or our spouses or kids, friends, uh, coworkers, colleagues. We talk about filling others' cups, you know, but uh, kind of a little bit of food for thought on that. We can't pour into someone else's cup if our own cup is empty. Yeah, that's a really good point. And it's definitely easier said than done, right? I mean, we can all just say, yeah, no, I do this and I do that and that gets me through the day, but does it really? Yeah, right. And putting yourself first, though, it's, it by nature is, you know, a selfish feeling. But we've got a there's another little piece of that stigma that we talked about that taking care of yourself isn't selfish at all. Of course not. Yeah. selfless and it allows you to put yourself in an opportunity or in a position to to be there for others when they need you the most yeah for sure and i was i was gonna touch on that too is it, to better yourself it's to better your relationships with everyone else it's to better your relationships at work too you know if if you're going in with a clear mind uh, you know a clear heart you know as corny as that sounds it's it's true you 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 have more to bring to the table you're gonna be a better employee, you're going to be a better father, you're going to be a better mother, son, daughter, whatever, with that clear mind, that that clear focus. And it helps, especially in first responder situations. If you've got a clogged up head, that could be really dangerous. It could be really dangerous in this field. So can you kind of give us a couple examples of how you could see that being dangerous? Yeah, absolutely. So just from the dispatch perspective, um, if you've got a bogged up head. I don't, I don't know how to <laughs> really name it anything else, but if you are not in a great mental state, if you've got a lot of stress and you go to work, let's say at dispatch and you take a CPR call, you have to dispatch CPR that could augment what, what you're actually seeing on the screen that could change, like how you're actually giving instructions. You could miss stuff. You could not pick up on cues that you should be picking up on. Like, Oh, he's, he's snoring. Okay. Well, to most people, they know that that sound in a dispatch environment is not good. Right. So if you're not picking up on stuff like that, that could be really harmful. And the same goes for any other first responder field, you know, especially police departments. You know, if you ha- if you get put into a situation where you've got somebody pointing a gun at you, what are you going to do if your your mind isn't clear, your mind isn't focused? That could be dangerous for everybody, not just yourself. Could be little things, driving, driving home from work. You know, if you haven't gotten enough sleep, if you haven't taken care of yourself, we've seen that. We've seen people get into those situations where they're not taking care of themselves and they end up either hurting themselves or others or both. 
Yeah, and I think just to touch base on it, a couple of years ago here in Maine, they had a, a jail guard on his way home, or you know, a uh, corrections officer on his way home after working like multiple multiple days of overtime in a row. You know, not saying that we're not going to Monday morning quarterback anything here because that's not fair, but you know, to think that just maybe between shifts, if he had had a chance to get a little bit more sleep or even been able to rest at the jail or whatever, maybe that wouldn't have happened. Uh, but again, it's all about taking care of yourself. You know, maybe right. you don't have that time or maybe, you know, in the short staffing world that we all work in right now, it's it's hard to say like, uh, no, I can't come in tonight. I'm sick or I don't feel good. Like everyone tries to do their part. And unfortunately, it's because they're putting, you know, anything but themselves first. Well, yeah, or you get a hard time about taking time off or, you know, your coworkers are mad at you for calling out sick or your boss is giving you a hard time or something like that. It's, it's not an easy position to be in, but I've been realizing that lately too, you know, you have to, you have to put yourself first. So obviously it's nice to go in and pick up overtime. That paycheck at the end of the week is nice, but is it worth losing your mental health over working an overnight on your day off? Is it worth, missing that day off. You know what I'm saying? You have to make, make that decision, but it's a cognitive one. You have to physically like do it. You can't just put it to the side. Yeah. And I think something you said, you know, a little bit earlier is extremely important to think that this doesn't just apply to our first responder community. You think, you know, even as a, um, you know, a standard everyday nine to five or whatever you're doing, you know, you stress yourself out, you don't get enough sleep the night before, and then you go to pick up your kids at daycare. Now you're extremely tired and uh, ill-focused and over, just overtired in general, and that could lead to disaster. You know, there's oh, so yeah. many things that you're doing when you're picking up your kids. You're putting them in car seats or you're putting on their seat belts. You're merging into traffic. You're turning in front of high-speed traffic. There's a lot of things that could go wrong there. It's not just the first responder world. We just want to make sure that, you know, people understand that this is – this is a huge realm of, of a problem for everybody. You could, you could extend that too. that little bit of self-care. Of course you could, you could extend that too. So your scenario, let's say, yeah, you pick them up from school. Everything went fine. You get home and you're thinking about a billion things. What if your kid's choking in the background, but you're so tied up that you just can't even realize that that's happening. You know, that's, that's obviously very extreme, but it happens. We all get so set and we don't take care of ourselves nearly enough. We don't sleep nearly enough. <laughs> I know parents will feel that one to their core. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, that's the other thing, too, is you don't you don't realize how much is taking a toll. You know, you're, you're not even necessarily doing anything wrong, but you're coming home grumpy because you're tired or right. you're not um, fulfilling your child's needs, you know, that with that one-on-one quality time they want. You're not speaking your spouse's love language because you're too focused on how tired or, or, you know, pissy you are. It's not your fault. There's things that can be done to fix that. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of why we're here too, right? So it's not just the responders that we're trying to speak to. It's, it's their spouses, it's their kids. It's, we want to try to open that door and show you like, this is what's happening. And, Maybe we can all help each other out in the long run with bettering our lives, not only for first responders, but for, for the people that care about them, the people that they live with and deal with every day. Yeah. And as a, as a spouse or a friend of, of someone in public safety, we're here to tell you that you already do enough for us, for them. Um, but I guess if you just want to consider that 
I, I guess having this idea of why they might be overtired or why they might be cranky, knowing that, you know, they're dealing with this stuff at work and, and trying not to bring it home, but sometimes those lines get blurred and it's hard to leave that stuff where you, where you picked it up. Yeah. I think a better perspective on the whole thing would be helpful for, for everybody involved. So I guess, you know, the, the, one of the big questions is how do you make time for you? You know, what are those things that you can do to get your mental health in check after a long day, a long week, a long couple weeks during that dreaded budget season, whatever you need to do to get yourself, you know, back to, back to ground, back to gravity. Like, what do you do? So let's, let's break it down. So if you brought up the budget thing, you're obviously going through the budget season right now. And I can see the stress on your face every day. It's not easy, right? What, what are you doing to, to help yourself this, this week? And that's, that's a good question because it kind of answers itself, right? There's only, really only can do one thing at a time. While there's no wrong answer, you still have to understand that uh, one, you, you can only really focus and take your, take it one direction, right? What do you need to do? Do you want to go fishing? You need to go golfing. You want to go skiing. Do you want to just go and be quiet with your kids and spouse at home? You know, what, what is that? What is your answer? It's not wrong for anybody. You know, for you, it might be working out in the garage on the wood. It might be hanging out with Boone. It might be doing things that are just mind numbing, but you're allowed to decompress and have that moment and have that time. So for me, it's, you know, when I come home, family time is the best thing that I can look for. You know, right now that between that and taking the boys skiing on the weekends or or whatever we can find helps to decompress and let that stress go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about prioritizing, right? And trying to find what works best. For you, like you said, it's it's not a one one answer solves all scenario. You, you there's plenty of things that people can do to, you know, lighten that stress a little bit. I think we talked touched on this last episode, but like driving home for me was my decompression. But that doesn't mean that's all I need. <laughs> you know, I still might get home right. and still I still need that time to myself. I might not want to talk that that's kind of one of my biggest things. It's like I get home and I've been talking to people all day. I really don't want to get home and talk sometimes. It's a lot. Some people might want to talk when they get home. Everybody's different. Right. And for all of you watching this, you know, the ones who are a supporter of someone in public safety know that when, when we get home or when they get home from a long shift, maybe that silence is just what they need. Maybe they just need that hug or, just the presence of you being there, or maybe they need to be alone for a little bit. You never know. You know, they spend all day around people and you know, it's, it's all about self-care and allowing them to, to kind of, to have that decompression time really. So, you know, other people have, have talked to me before about their, about their issues and, you know, some things like what, what works for you, JP? What what could really like if you came home from a long day at work and it was ex- the roughest day you've ever had? What are you looking for from somebody for support? Um, yeah, you kind of touched on some of it, and I I did as well. I I want to come home and really not have to worry about anything else. <laughs> I w- one of my biggest things is I like to sit down and maybe put on a show or sit outside if it's nice out. Maybe it's not a nice out. Go out in the garage, fire up the pellet stove. Um, but I don't really want to 
like I said, talk. For me, that's I've already been talking all day. I've been listening all day. <laughs> you were a sounding board for everyone at dispatch. So for me, it's just sitting back and the hug is great. You know, just, just chilling. I don't really know how else to put it and just, just hanging out and not having to worry about anything is huge for me. What about how, if not that you want to talk when you get home, but if, if you could have one thing like that would really kind of boost you up and lift you up a little bit, what would you be looking for from other people as far as like conversations? If you, if you had to choose, if you could choose. Um, that's a really good question. Um, it's, it wouldn't really necessarily be about like scenarios. It would more be about basic stuff. Hey, was your day okay? Yes. You know, okay, great. I hope you know you're doing a great job at whatever you're doing, you know, uh, it's kind of hearing those positive things helps a little bit too, knowing that you are doing okay. You did everything you could to help your community that day. Cause we, we often forget that, right? We, we might have a bad call. Something happens. We, we might've thought we could have done better, help save, save a life, but that's really not the case. And sometimes just having that person be like, rub you on the back and say, Hey, you did literally all you could do. I think, I think that's a big one. So some positive, uh, reaffirming words or, or affirmations to really kind of boost for you sure. up. For sure. Clearly without having to, without having to beg for them, obviously, you know, that's, and that's one thing that this, we hope to bring delight to those folks who are close to first responders that may not know that a little bit of a secret. They want to hear They'll it. They'll never ask. It. You know, not all the time. We don't need to be praised um, for everything that we're doing, but just so you know, on those bad days, I can tell you that one of the best things to hear is a, something positive from somebody. Absolutely. Yep. You know, so moving forward again, putting you first, taking care of yourself. What can we do? We can we can go to the gym. That's a good way to, to get rid of stress and um, just overall be healthy. Uh, yep. Family time, time with friends, time with coworkers. You know, in a in a non toxic type of environment. Whether you do you know a team building exercise together, you go throw axes together, you go mini golf, whatever. Uh, That's right. I, th- I know some people like there's some physical aspects to it, right? Like you know. I, some people do cold plunges or yep. ice baths, you know? Yeah. Golfing for me, skiing, woodworking for you, you know, listening to podcasts. So you're hearing us right now, right? So this is part of your time that you can use to decompress and really become a, a little bit of a content zombie where you can take in what we're saying and maybe start to apply it. No, the problem yeah, is you don't want to listen to this and not turn it into any action. It's, that's, you know. Yeah. Um, or you can listen, keep it in the back of your mind. You know, yeah. maybe you're not ready it, to make that change or make move make those steps forward, but at least at least start. <laughs> at least I think it opens up that opens up that world at least for you to know that there is something out there. You know, for me, yeah. we've talked about it before, but um I've recently decided to start listening to a little bit of a lower key music at work and on my way home so I don't yeah. get myself amped up. Journaling. Now, I don't know if anyone's into journaling, but writing your thoughts on paper, uh, meditation, massage, all of those things can can really help decompress after a day from hell. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I've been noticing lately, and I've been trying to tell folks that reach out to me as well, pass this along because I find it to be helpful for most. It's not helpful for everyone, but um, 
especially where we're up in Maine right now and it's cold, step outside. If you're having a moment, you know, you need a little bit of grounding, for lack of a better word, walk outside, close your eyes, take a couple deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth, breathe that cold air in. And you will be so surprised when you walk back inside how much better you feel. You'll feel grounded. You'll feel, for me, when I do it, it's like you go back inside to a warm house and you're appreciative of the little things that you have, like heat, you know, stuff like that. So that's just, it's not just activities, you know, it's it's mindset too. Right? Absolutely. Some people, I think one more thing like that's – Therapy. Oh, yep, yeah. Yep. And I'd say I think think some you know a big piece of us thinks that we need to be come home and 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 indulge ourselves in social media and indulge ourselves in news and all this stuff that is just inherently miserable. There's drama all over Facebook. There's drama all over the news that you know countries are getting blown up. You know the the gates are open in Texas. People are pouring in. Like there's so much negative going on. You need to stay away from those types of things. Like especially after a long day of work. Well, real quick too, it's not even just after work. I, I, How many of us wake up in the morning, the first thing we do before we even roll out of bed is pick up our phone, go on Facebook, go on the, go on the news, go, go check out stuff that you missed throughout the eight hours you were sleeping, you know? Guilty. It's a yep. bad habit. And it, I personally have tried to steer away from social media and the news especially just because of the negative effect I felt it having on myself, it wasn't worth it for me. Yeah, because there's never anything. Yeah, there's no feel good stories anymore. They're all just gloom and doom. Of course. Well, and not only the news, but what about just social media? So you go on and you see, you see somebody just bought a one point five million dollar house, and you're like, oh, I wish that was me, you know? Or hey, I wish I had this. I wish I looked like that. You know, that makes you feel bad about yourself as well. It's all around us. There's so many things pushing on us constantly to bring us down. You need to find the few little things that can bring you up above that water. Yeah, they're all all very, very good points. And there's nothing wrong with sitting down and talking to a friend and having an accountability partner on, uh, you know, trying a digital detox. Get away from your phone. Get away from the Instagram, the Facebook, and look. You know what's really cool is they the these these things have features where you can set your, you know, your your screen time. Screen time, yeah. Your phone won't allow you to continue in a certain app after you've set a certain amount of time. So there's nothing wrong with being on there. You've got to be prepared that you're going to see stuff that you know you're an officer and you arrested someone the day before and it's in the newspaper. Now you got to deal with all those negative comments about the police and about your actions and how you treated somebody. Not going to help you. Just not going to help. Yeah. And you do it for your kids. You can limit their screen time. Why aren't you limiting yours? There's a reason you're doing it for your kids, right? Just little things you got to think about. Well, I think this was, you know, a really good topic to just cover today. Again, this is a, what we're going to refer to as free your mind Friday. Our goal is to do this every Friday with a, just a kind of a new tidbit of, a little bit of mental health for everybody, a little mental health awareness about just what you can do to free yourself from the issues. 100%. And don't hesitate to reach out to us on these Fridays, before these Fridays, 
with stories, anything you want to reach out, need, need someone to talk to. Um, we're here. We're, we're just as resilient and trying to be as you all are. We just hope you enjoy our content. And if we can help in any way, we'd love to hear it. And here's the fun part. We get uh, to continue to ask you to like, share, follow, and tell your friends about us. We're trying to make this grow, and we really want to, to get out there to all you guys. So this is what we're doing. Uh, this is a movement. It's a community, and it's something that's really exciting for both of us. Absolutely. Yeah, please, please. That would that would be huge. We want everybody to, to benefit in hopefully the ways that y'all are right now. So, so we'll, we'll wrap this up by saying thank you. We appreciate your time. We want you to free your mind. And as always, stay resilient. Peace, guys.